can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Happy, happy, happy Thursday, everybody. This is Wayne at Talking Pools uh, Podcast Group. On today's Thursday um, discussion, I guess, is um, are they a friend or are they a foe? I'm specifically talking about health officials. Um, now, let's, let's give some background here before I start digging deep, way deep. Remember, health departments and health officials have a duty to the public. And that duty being, you know, they got to make sure that the recreational water that's in their jurisdiction is is safe for users to uh, to use. I mean, it makes common sense, right? Um, is it is it safe? Is it, it properly sanitized? I've been seeing, and this is not just recently, and I mean, this pretty much started way back when I started in the industry, back in the in the early 90s, and that every now and then, I'd get a call from an operator, either a facility manager, manager or um, a CPO who's at a pool, or, or whatever, and they get a call and they say, you know, my health official came out testing my water and got completely different answers than I did with my test kit, and she shut me down. What's happening? And more often than not, the operator of, of the pool, not the health department, not the health official, was doing everything perfectly correctly. And his answers were right. It was the health official's testing that was wrong. Uh, big time wrong. Um, and so what what do I normally say? I would say, well, I know that here in Maryland that if a health official um, shuts down a community pool, a public pool, whatever, um, and you feel as the operator of, of that particular establishment um, that the health official is wrong, you have an appeal process. Now, sometimes the you know the the cure is worse than the disease, and that the process of getting an appeal through and all that other stuff is kind of onerous. But um, there there is a process, and if I remember correctly, for most health departments, that's that's the case. Uh, everything is is tried and true, and works really well, 
And um, I'm sorry, I, I lost train train of thought. Um, it, that you know, the appeal process will will, will will prove a point, and the point being is that it's it's unfortunate, but most of the health officials that I know of uh, don't really know what they're doing. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't some out there that do. There are some great health officials out there. Um, unfortunately, there's so few and far between that um, you, you hear more about the bad, the bad ones than you do the good ones. Why is that? You've ever wondered why? How? Why? Why did that particular health official? Okay. Um, what, what happened? Okay. Um, did uh, uh, did 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 an issue crop up that caused a problem? Um, what what what's going on here? So, what what I've come to find out is that most health departments don't train their their staff in how to use a testing system. They simply don't. Um, I back in the day when I did all the traveling for Taylor, um, every now and then I get and I would I would jump at the opportunity to go to a health department and teach how to use the test kit. Okay, and at, at that point, I didn't care whose test kit it was. I did, but I didn't. You know what I mean? Um, great if it was Taylor. Okay, if it, if it was not, but as long as they were using something. That's number one. Number two, and it, that's something they were using. They knew how to do it. Um, I remember specifically a, a couple um, examples, and, and let, let me give them to you. The first one was I was asked uh, by the um, uh, health department. I won't name the county, but it was in Ohio, and came out, and the group of uh, that I was presenting to on, on basic water chemistry and testing. They were all health officials from around the state and um, they were not newbies. They, they had been around for a while. And I remember, you know, going through the, 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 the presentation and going over all the basic tests to do. And a question I got at the end from, from one of the health officials is, well, why should we do this? And I just kind of looked at him and I said, well, it's required by your code to test for this, for test for this, for test for this, or whatever it was. And he said, yeah, but, you know, when, when, when I'm past, when I've gone to a pool, I just, I just kind of look at the pool. And I remember looking at him and looking at the guy that, that was kind of leading the group and the guy who was just sitting at the, bottom, at the side just shaking his head. But, you know, th this is common. The health officials don't want to, Either they don't want to learn how to use a kit, they don't care about learning how to use the kit, which is probably more true than anything else, um, but they, they don't want to be bothered. I mean, I, I also know, here's another example, uh, a great example. Um, I gave, flew out to Seattle. Uh, I've done it a couple times with this group. Um, and uh, actually, the, the class that I was teaching, again, basic water chemistry and testing, was up in Bellingham. Uh, which is north of, of Seattle, beautiful drive up from Seattle up there, and must have had 80 health officials. Again, barking dogs. 
in the background because somebody happened to walk in front of my house. Not even my dogs. My dog died a year and a half ago for watching these two. Anyhow, sorry for the barking. But the screw belt in Bellingham, again, comprised a lot of health officials from the west coast of, of Washington. And the, 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 this group was great. I mean, they, 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 knew the, they knew how to test. They knew what to test for. Their skills were great. I didn't have to teach them anything. You know, they, they, weren't, they weren't oblivious. Let's put it like that. They, they knew the right way to, to do the test, et cetera. Let's contrast it with another state, North Carolina, Raleigh. This would have been the early 2000s. I go down to, to this health department in, in Raleigh, and uh, the organizers told me that it's going to be about 40 to 50 people. This was in like March, I think. And all of them are, are part-time new hires who are, are, you, are interns that are only working there for the summer, and you have to teach them how to use your test kit. Ugh. That, that, that's the worst kind of situation to have, is, is to throw a kit in some kid's arms and say, okay, read the instructions, do the test. If the answers don't fall in the area that here, 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 shut the pull down. I've heard that so many times over 31 years in the industry. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's bad. You know, I read on these things on Facebook sometimes, you know, am I the asshole because of this and this and this? Well, was I the asshole because I really kind of got upset at, at this organizer. I said, you can't dump me into a situation like this because I can tell you right now that 99% of the people in this classroom won't care and all they'll do is read the instructions and not learn how to interpret them. So, um, and, and I was, turned out I was right. Um, I got so many calls from, from people in this group saying, how do I do this test? Even though I'd spent like three hours showing them how to do it. How do I do this? Did you read the instructions? Well, yeah, but I didn't understand them. You don't understand English, third grade level English, you know, the, cause that's the level that, that what, these instructions were written at, boy, I ended a sentence in a preposition. Sorry about that, grammar police. So, you know, uh, what's going on? You know, they don't care. They, they'll rush in. They'll do it. They don't care. They, they don't interpret. They shut down a pool for whatever reason and leave. And then that leaves the, the, the facility upper going, what? What, 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 WTF? You know, um, what, what I do? What I do? Because they also can't answer uh, the, the health official came into the question, how, you know, how do I fix this? What do I do? I don't know. I, you know, call the, call this number. And that's, that's what they had to do. Um, it, it was, it's just, it's just very, very frustrating as, as then as a uh, person who uh, is, is trying to teach and trying to show people how to do a, how to do a test or, Talk about a test and how you interpret test results and things like that, and it's going in one ear and out the other. And it's it, it again, and, and not to disparage the group, but it tends to be health officials. Uh, now, with that all being said, I understand. I really, really do understand that 
many health departments are short-staffed. Well, guess what? A lot of other places are short-staffed too. Uh, in the county that I live in, in Maryland, it's called Harford County, um, stretches from the PA line down to the Chesapeake Bay. A pretty nice-sized county. And and in in Harford County, there are, if I remember correctly, there's about 100 regulated pools. Okay? And again, this could be hotel, motel, uh, public pool, yeah, that kind of thing. So it's, it's about a hundred. And I know for a fact that Harford County does not, or did not, um, have one single health official specifically designated for recreational water. The primary reason being is that our pool season here in the Mid-Atlantic goes from Memorial Day to Labor Day, give or take a couple weeks in either direction. That's it. It's not a full-time position. It's not like we were in Florida or maybe Southern Texas, Southern California, that kind, that kind of thing. But they did not have one person dedicated. And in fact, they only had three staff that would be able to go out and make visits. Now, this is... Um, this is not only to pools, but we're talking businesses, we're talking restaurants, we're talking bars, we're talking any place that the public may congregate for whatever specific reason, you know, um, is industrial uh, visits. So they, they, they only have three people for the entire county. Uh, and there was no hiring moratorium back then. So they just didn't want to hire the additional health health officials. Um, you got to kind of wonder why people want to become a you know a, a regional health official or anything or, or registered sanitarian or whatever it's called. It's um it's it's a tough thing. Uh, it really is. And some of the states, excuse me, <laughs> some of the states make it very difficult to become um, a registered sanitarian or a health official. Um, I know one of the states is Pennsylvania, just to my north, about, about 30 miles north of me. Um, because Pennsylvania, and there's one other state too, and I want to say Louisiana, but I'm not 100% sure. I think it might even be out northwest. Because they classify chlorine as a pesticide. Yep, a pesticide. It falls under Pennsylvania's Pesticide Control Act. Okay, remember that. Now, under the Pesticide Control Act, it specifically states that um, you as a person cannot in any way, shape, or form add chlorine to a pool, to a, a public, semi-public pool, unless you go through this particular certification course. Okay. Um, not a problem. It's annual. They got to retake it every year. I taught the, the chemistry and testing portion of that particular test exam, whatever you want to call it for about five or six years straight. Um, you can, and, and, um, and if you don't have that, you can add chlorine, even if it needs chlorine. Okay. You can't test the water. Um, the, the, the person who passed the course 
has to do this. Okay. Florida, um, although not quite as stringent, still is becoming, um, uh, well, this is not a bad thing, but it's, it's just a, it's a time thing. It's you have to go through and get your contractor's license in the state of Florida in order to be able to work on any kind of a pool, um, public pool, semi-public pool, whatever. Um, so, you know, even though you might be just doing regular maintenance, um, you still have to do the contractor's licensing. Um, so you have to learn how to dig a hole, <laughs> basically. Um, and Florida requires uh, X number of CEUs annually in order to retain that license. And it's changed in the amount of CEUs you've needed. It used to be 20. I don't know what it is off the top of my head anymore. But um, um, now, because also Florida has, has, has uh, decided to go rogue and decided that the um, uh, testing parameters, uh, the ranges for certain specific parameters, um, they have they changed them. Like they require, um, uh, they can go as pH as low as seven in in a pool, which we which the clear majority of people who know about these things are going, what? You want them to sit, you know, seven all those neutral water technically. But in, in a recreational water environment, that's leaning heavily on the acidic side. I'm not going to get into that, okay? But with, with health departments, you have to remember that their level of training is, is going to be different from state to state, county to county, jurisdiction to jurisdiction. And the availability of appropriate staff to handle testing and you know checking to make sure the water's safe is is going to change again back in in the county that I live in um, when when my little area had our community pooled it has since shut down but when we had it the the guy who was running it at that point said that you know if I see a health official here once every three years it's a lot once every three years. It should have been done at least once a season, um, but it was three years. And it was 99% because of staffing. It's it's just very frustrating. Um, when you've got somebody standing over your shoulder watching you, had, you know, watching you do your test and you knowing fully well that person has no clue what it is you're doing. And so they're just basing arbitrary decisions not arbitrary. They're basing decisions based on, on um, no knowledge, no, no easy knowledge of why it is they're doing what they're doing. So, uh, what 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 do you do? Uh, well, you know, you you kind of have to kind of have to think about what it is you're doing and and why it is you're doing. Um, it just doesn't just doesn't make sense. It really, really doesn't. So, well, what do you do? Well, you work with you work with what you got. Really, uh, developing a good um, relationship, communication wise, between you and your local health department. If you're dealing with them, that 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 goes a long, long way. Um, 
Now, what I'm and, and tied into that uh, is something that I've noticed over the years. I've been most of you know, you know, I'm CPO, I'm, I'm an instructor, but I also am part of the group of people that teach people how to teach the CPO course. And in fact, I will be in Las Vegas uh, November 10th through the 13th with my colleagues uh, doing such a class of instructors. And in this class, I'm, I'm always very happy to see the number of health officials that take this course um, so that they can go back and teach their staff, um, you know, the, the, the CPO program. Uh, I just think it's a great idea. It, it, it's very, very supportive. And um, even just, just teaching a regular CPO class, uh, whether it's from another health official or from somebody else, like I, I did a number of classes in New Jersey uh, earlier on this year, but just preseason. And I'd say of the the 70, well, probably a little bit more, uh, let's say 100, let's make like, of the 100 or so students I had over four different courses, I'd say at least 10 to 15 were health officials. Yay, 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 yay. that was really good. Um, so it, it, it's encouraging, but... I guess my whole purpose of today's rant, or not even rant, but mumbling, is um, if you have to deal with the health department, understand that, yes, they're probably short staff, but also understand that, uh, understand that they probably haven't been trained well, uh, which gives you an opportunity to maybe show them the right way to do something. <laughs> okay? So there, there's an opportunity there. So I will leave you with that, guys and gals. Um, thank you for the opportunity again uh, on this testing Thursdays with Wayne at Talking Pools. Uh, if you have any questions from anybody on, 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 on the uh, group here at Talking Pools, um, please send it in to talkingpools at gmail.com. That's talkingpools at gmail.com. We will take a look at the question, and if it's selected to be talked about in one of the podcasts, um, then you win a prize. Da, 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 da. You win a what the flock hat, dark gray hat, um, with our logo on it and the phrase the flock. Uh, it's a uh, cute, it's comfortable, it looks kind of nice, and I'm staring at it right now. Um, but yeah, feel free to send that in to talkingpools at gmail.com, and uh, hopefully we can use that. So until next time, everybody, have a great week. Uh, stay safe as well as you can and I hope everybody has an upcoming good turkey day talk to you later bye bye just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People, for the Pool People, by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 